I just wanted to see how long I could sit there before you said anything. Said Spencer, describing his thoughts through Michael's voice. Yep. I, I was like, I, I, at this point, eight seconds in, I know what's going on here. I mean, you know, I got to do something special for the uh, last holiday episode of the entire show, right? It is the last ever holiday episode, unless I guess the killers make more Christmas music. Uh, yeah, but if if that happens, we're not going to release that episode until Christmas of next year. And only if they release enough songs to make it so that the ep- the podcast will last to a third Christmas. Okay. Is that fair? I think that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. If they don't, if, if, if there's not enough episodes to get to a third Christmas, personally, I think we should just, uh, we should just put in the normal rotation and do it in like, I don't know, mid July next year. Like Australian Christmas. Well, no, cause it's, you know, Christmas in July. It's like a, it's like a saying. Yeah. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Anyway, welcome to Soul of a Truck, a podcast about the band The Killers, the podcast that every week takes longer and longer to introduce itself. I'm your host, Spencer Palio, and with me, as always, is the other host of this podcast. I haven't done that intro in a while. Uh, Michael, what was the what was the letter I gave you during the pre chat? Michael, Michael P. Nance. Michael, what's the P stand for? Uh, Pasta pizza. Ah, so it's is it is it just all one word, I guess? Yeah, just one word. Uh, just my parents were really going through like a like an Italian, whatever you call like like a weeaboo, but for Italian people. Pasta boo. It's got to be a pasta po- boo. <laughs> pasta boo. Well, I mean, the British, if you're if you're an Anglophile, you're a tia boo. So, right. Like- you know, I did. We didn't talk about it on the pod with Jason, but uh, I thought. If it isn't already a thing, I can't see that I'm I can't think that I'm the first person to think of this, but an Australian a person who's like an Australiophile would be what would you call that, Spencer? Uh that's clearly an Aussie boo. I was thinking it would be a kangaboo. Oh fuck a kangaboo. <laughs> Yo, that's fucking good. <laughs> He's a total kangaboo. That's fucking good, bro. <laughs> All right. Anyone who objects to this, say I now. Oh, look, there's only two of us. And we both agree. All right. That is the official name for anyone who is an obsessive Australia fan who's not from Australia. Yeah, you're from you Australia. Can't. You're just Australian. Like you're just a nationalist. You're just a prideful fan of your nation. Rightfully so. So, um, right. Anyway, so in the in the inner week period, uh, let's ask the real question. Uh, so you've started watching uh, Australian Rules Football, right? I think yes, we mentioned this in the cover section last week, but do you really believe anyone listened that far? You know, maybe. Yeah, you're right. And people people have been like it's. And now there's continuity. Yeah. To prove that I'm the same person from last week. Yes, it wasn't just me doing a really and good not impression a- of you. Also, <laughs> very angry at myself the whole time. I mean, Spencer, let's not pretend you're not angry at yourself. Uh, yeah, self-flagellation is like my fucking other job. That's the word. It, where- that's where you get your power, your divine yeah. power. Yeah, and the immortal words of uh, James T. Kirk, I need my pain. <laughs> 
Pain is okay. You have it on a t-shirt. Pain is okay. I I have it on a t-shirt. It is. I posted a picture of it on our Twitter one time. So you can (laughs) scroll through our Twitter feed and find that picture and know what we're talking about. Speaking of talking about things, before we do anything else, um, I got a message from Soul of a Troll today informing me that we have they have added the quotes about the killer's song, Joseph, better you than me from the band. And so I feel like uh, we should read them in the pre-title sequence here. Okay. Uh, uh, by the way, do, do should we start calling this the pre-title sequence like we're a Bond film or something? The pre-title sequence. You know, it has nothing to do with the, the rest of the episode. And Considering uh, that you get you think that everything that happens after this is canon and everything before it somehow isn't. Yeah, I mean, that's basically accurate. So, I mean, what's what's your OK uh, related since we're talking about James Bond now, what's your favorite and least favorite James Bond pre-title sequence? Uh, just just first thought, best thought. Goldfinger. OK, favorite is Goldfinger. What happens in Goldfinger? I don't even remember that pre-title sequence. I just like the song. Oh, well, the, the, that's that's the title. What happens? What's the in creepy th- one. What's the creep? What's the creepy uh, intro? Uh, Probably Octopussy. Maybe. I have to listen to him again. It's been a long time since I revisited James Bond. So, you know, I think we've talked about that being the next podcast. And uh, that that sounds about right. No, I mean, actually, no. Octopussy's the one with the clown. Um, <laughs> uh, in live and let die it's literally just like five minutes of people getting fucking murdered with no james bond involved at all which is low-key kind of sick oh is that the one live and let die is the one with like the voodoo right yeah it's the it's okay, the it's yeah. the racist that is a pretty... one it's the one that aged like milk <laughs> the racist one i'm sure there's problematic elements in most james old james bond movies but yeah, yeah i mean is he is racist. he does he is kind of a you know sexist misogynist dinosaur to quote dame judy dench so (laughs) but but that one is particularly like that one has not aged well with that said i have mixed feelings about roger moore so you know plus even in that movie he's fucking ancient whatever let's read what the uh band has said about uh uh joseph better you than me uh quoted verbatim from the killer's official, unofficial, uh, 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 quote man, quote fella, soul of a troll. All right, I, I linked it out. All right, so bottom right here, or in the uh, ep- uh, song description, uh, artist quotes about the song. Quote: It was really cool to work with amazing professionals like Elton Neal and the Spirit of Christ, Brandon Venucci. <sighs> I don't I don't really know what else I could have expected, to be honest. That um, is great. Um, Bros is my, my, my man. man. Better him than me. Ronnie Cuning. Ronnie Cuning. I just imagine it's Ronnie wow. and Dave talking at the wow. same time. All right. Like whenever when all these names are like glued together like this, I just imagine them like talking at the same time, like like some sort of like Borg cube sort of situation. The right. th- this I got the, the last one's a piece of resistance. It's 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 well, incredible. Well, we haven't gotten to the 
We haven't gotten to that one yet because uh, Dave Stormer Jr. says he doesn't look a thing like Jesus. <laughs> the junior, of course, is Ronnie. It's the only part of his name because they couldn't call them, you know, Dronny the Stormer or something. You know, so it's just Dave Stormer Jr. And then uh, uh, Julian Casablancas uh, of um, is that the Strokes? Yes, the lead singer of the Strokes says, quote, uh, one of our most underrated songs. Uh, great, great as always, Soul of a Troll, true to life, true to the killers, and um, yeah, truly triggering a, for uh, a, like a pure victim. Yeah, like, do those even exist? I feel like there's some amount of irony that exists in all fans of the killers at this point. Mm, you'd be surprised. I don't know. Um, you know, since in in the pre-title sequence here, killers fans speak out. Uh, are you are you a you know, uh, a pure victim or do you express your victimhood with a small sense of irony? Like, you know, that the killers are somewhat a meme. Yeah. In some in some degree, to some degree. Yeah. Let us know. Yeah, let us know. Uh, tweet at Soul of a Truck Pod or uh, message uh, at whatever the fucking Instagram is. At Soul of a Truck Pod. Soul of a Truck Pod. Dot com. Dot com. <laughs> this episode brought to you by whatever the fuck. What's that thing where you make the website? Um. This is why they're going to give us all them GeoCities. GeoCities. GeoCities, yeah. <laughs> Check out our Angel Fire page. Yep. XX, Soul of a Truck, XX. Follow our got- RSS feed. <laughs> uh, uh, you can get the it. full Soul of a Truck collection now on Betamax. On it's Betamax. incredible. Over 90 hours of exclusive footage of Spencer crying. And masturbating. <laughs> Hi, Mom. <laughs> And things get really wild when Snoop Dogg joins the party. Hey, I'm Snoop Dogg. Remember that? Remember that from the Girls Gone Wild videos? <laughs> I, was doing, I also appreciate I was, Snoop Dogg showing up. <laughs> and, and just imagine that if Snoop Dogg showed up and sounded like that. It sounded like Spencer going, hey, I'm here. Yeah, that's that's what happened. That was that was the <laughs> that was a real clip. That wasn't me just saying that. That was that a clip was really from, Snoop Dogg. Wow, you sound so happened. much like Snoop Dogg, Spencer. And Snoop Dogg also seemed to be a lot less confident in that moment. Than well, he no, he was is. he was high. He wasn't like he wasn't unsure of himself. He was just you know high. Just high. Okay, gotcha. Snoop Dogg is like always high. So yeah, just, permanently high. Yeah. Can, I mean, and more power to him. Yeah. Those are my favorite commercials, the fucking Bic lighter commercials with Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg keeps implying he's going to use them for weed. And then Martha Stewart's just like, I'm going to light candles. <laughs> was my Martha Stewart impression. What do you think? Uh, incredible. Yeah, I'm I'm a fucking impressionista over here. Yeah. If you heard Martha Stewart, Snoop Dogg and Spencer in a room, you'd be like, I, I, I'm, I'm hearing triple. <laughs> so do you have a pun this week michael <coughs> um hmm. 
It's too late. We're just going to say the name of the song in three. Bones three. <laughs> You like that? You like where I cut it off there? I love it. Yeah, I always like to I always like to cut it so that like there's there's like to like maximize the amount of blue balls involved in the clip. I mean, I had no I, I it sounds completely on brand for you, Spencer. Blue ball the denial the of other people's pleasure or enjoyment of things is like your favorite thing. ever. <laughs> I mean, it's fucking true, though. So that's why I, that's why we've done almost 100 episodes about fucking the killers, the killers. And we're still doing Christmas. I've done so many I've done, we're done. We've done the full killers Christmas album at this point. Yeah, we're. we're and, oh, shit. We got to uh, hold on. I got to add something to the Google Doc here on the record. Then final thoughts on the song. We might do that in the other direction. But I haven't decided yet. Um, by the way, uh, something else to note. Uh, right before we started recording, I uh, I made myself a boozy eggnog and it was delicious, but I'm also a little tipsy. Just a little. I mean, hopefully just a little. I don't want to be completely fucked up for the pod. It'd be pretty funny if you just kept getting progressively drunker as the pod went on. I just had the one drink, though, but it was uh, it was a it was like a triple. Yeah, you also had like nine different types of alcohol in there, so it's just three times three. That's nine, no, but nine. that's not how much I had. Spencer's lying right now, He's trying and to it, save face. Anyway, so before we even get into the song, um, I want to just play. I was trying to find a nightcore version of this song when we were looking for it, or when I was looking for covers, because. You know, I felt like, you know, if we're going to if we're going to do this, we're going to do it right. And so we should find some night cores. But it turns out there were no night cores. However, there was I discovered there is a night core version of the song Ordinary Day by Great Big C. Um, and since it has great big and. Uh, and night core in the title, the uh, search engine decided that that was close enough. So do you know this song, Michael? Uh, I might. It's, the name of the song isn't like ringing any bells. Oh, it's, it's one of those songs you'd recognize, but it starts with a lot of beeps. But this is like the least night horrible song because it's already pretty fucking fast. And of also, course, there is a hot anime boy. Yeah. Or like woman. What? I don't know. That's I've got a smile on my face and I've got four you say so you don't know this song. You'll know when you get to the chorus. Song. It's one of those songs where the chorus is like obvious. By the way, I know this isn't a great big C podcast, but I put it in the Google Docs, so it's it's real. Wow. You know that song? I know you know that no, song. No. You've never heard that, that song? song? Okay, no. someone's tell me if I'm not the only one who's heard the song uh, Ordinary Day by Great Big C. It's not even their best song. I don't even know who Great Big C is. They're like a sea shanty band. Oh, I thought that was like a euphemism for the C word. 
Cunt. <laughs> it's about clams and hot dogs. Sex? <laughs> I'm so confused. So the song. Yeah. <laughs> Tipsy Spencer is great. So the song, uh, what are we singing? Great Big Sled by the band The Killers. What do you think, Michael? I like this song. It's got some, it's very, it's it's definitely got that Samstown energy since the, it was recorded around that time. Legitimately, the riff of this song is outstanding. Great guitar work by Dave. He's really slapping it in this song. And then there's some really like earworm melodies that Brandon works in there too. So this is uh, the thing I appreciate about, appreciate about Kit, Great Big Sled the most is that it sounds the most like a killer's song out of pretty much any of the Christmas songs. Um, I mean, I agree with you. And actually, there's someone who makes a even more apt comment related to that in the Reddit. Um, but more than anything for me, this song. It's probably the one that if they put it on an album, yeah, it would probably be the most accurate. It would probably be like the most. Like, yeah. Yeah, it would fit. This could have been on Samstown, like right after this river is wild. And you'd be like, oh, this is about Christmas, but that's fine. Yeah. And I know that's what you just said. And I'm clearly fucking drunk. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck I did. <laughs> that's not what I meant. I'm fucking. Right. I, I don't completely agree with you that this is the only like killer sounding of all the Christmas songs, though. That's what I was trying to say. It's not the only one. I think I, I think. Don't shoot me, Santa is pretty, you know, killer. It's pretty killersy, but there's no like it's also so unique that it doesn't really say there's no killer song that sounds like that really the way that especially okay. the intro, the spoken word thing. Yeah, you're right. You you win this round, Michael. Thanks. It all rounds. Go to the Reddit. Go to Let's the Reddit. See. Let's go to the Reddit. How do you rank killers songs? Killers Christmas songs. This is a this is Inquisitive's thread, if I recall correctly. Yes. This is our boy, Sandy. Um, and they have listed and Sandy has listed Great Big Sled as number four. Where do you think this song is? Do you think this song is a four below? I would, uh, I would be Santa and Boots and Dirt Sledding. It's a three or a four for me. Yeah. What's I do? I, what's better? What's one and two? I like Dirt Sledding. That's my favorite. Dirt Sledding is my favorite. Two is going to be Don't Shoot Me Santa. And then, yeah, Great Big Sled. Okay. Um, and then I guess, geez, this is tough. I'm going to have to think about it to give the rest of my evaluation because the, the sad truth is that I don't really like a lot of the killer song, Christmas songs. Like Christmas in L.A., eh, Joel the Lump of Coal, Snoozer. I like the Cowboys Christmas Ball, so I guess that just, like, ekes into the top five. Yeah, that's about right. Uh, I feel it in my bones. It's kind of whack. Joseph, better you than me. That one, I guess I would put a little higher. Yeah. Jo Joseph, better you than me, I think, is the one that me personally has been most reevaluated within the course of doing this podcast. Yeah, that's I think that's one of my favorite ones. But. um, I don't know, I think. <sighs> I think Don't Shoot Me Santa is number one. I would put this probably above Boots. This is top three for me, for sure. Yeah, I think. I don't I think I would put dirt sledding three and this two. 
just because I don't like dirt sledding as much as I like this. I wish we had gotten a, a Christmas song from Imploding the Mirage Era Killers. Uh, yeah, it would just that be would like, great. just be like. I'm fucking sad and it's Christmas. No, Imploding the Mirage is it good. A pressure machine. Sure. No, no. The, a sad Christmas yeah, but the pressure machine era was like, it's complicated. This whole. I don't know. Like, I feel as though. The pressure machine Christmas song would be like Christmas at the end of the world. It would somehow just be a bright eyes song. <laughs> and the. Imploding the Mirage Killer's song would be really, really synthy and be lacking guitar and be like very sorely missing the guitar. I don't know. I don't think it would be a good. I don't think <laughs> the it would pressure be good. machine one. I'm just imagining the pressure machine one being incredibly dark and like creepy. Like it starts off with like Christmas uh, at the end of the world. Like, come on, right. dude. That it's wasn't not like a go ahead. That was a serious suggestion. Christmas at the end of the world. I mean, they've already covered four wins. It's pretty much. And the album's basically a Bright Eyes album. Hell, they could probably get Jimmy Bright Eyes or whatever his fucking name is to. <laughs> hey, it's me, Jimmy Bright Eyes. <laughs> hey, I had a conversation. Speaking of uh, mobsters, I had a conversation with one of, with one of my friends today about how. One of the guys who was shot during the St. Valentine's Day massacre um was named like it was like tight lips something or other and they and they asked <laughs> who shot you and he said i've been shot nobody shot me and then he died <laughs> and so i don't know if that's a, that sounds a, like a cartoon yeah but it's true it's hey, a true, it's tight lip O'Houlihan. Uh, uh let's see here let's see if that's a real story i i i i, I wouldn't be Surprise. What was the name of this ne'er do well? Uh I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. Uh doesn't look like that's a real story. It's too bad. That sounds like cartoons, Spencer. I was about to say, I was like, I cannot believe that. <laughs> hey, I'm dying here, but I ain't saying nothing to you pigs. Yeah, why not? And then he died. <laughs> I asked, what was it the character's name? Tight lip something or other. Okay. I asked tight lip Bertinelli who shot you? And he spread out his arms and said, go fuck yourself and died. Um, That's ooh, the, the Frank, classic Jesus. Magic. Frank Gunsberg. Here's here Frank it is. Gunsberg. Yeah. Hold on. Tight lip Frankie Gunsberg. Here it is. When the police arrived at the scene, Gusenberg is his name. I can't pronounce words. Was the only victim still alive despite having been shot 14 times. Uh, among the police was Sar Char Sergeant Clarence Sweeney. I love these fucking names, by the Clarence way. Clarence Sweeney. 1920s and 30s names were the best names. Um. Anyway. Uh, Let's see here. Sweeney asks Gusenberg, who shot you? Gusenberg, observing gangland principal of Omerta, replied, no one. Nobody shot me. <laughs> Gusenberg was taken to the hospital uh, and he he was asked 
who shot him again. He refused to answer. And his last words were, I ain't no copper. And then he died. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking awesome. Wow. I ain't no copper. Fucking. And then he died. Fucking tight lips. Gusenberg over here. That's a real story. That really happened. Wow. That's awesome. Wow. Well, this ep- this episode is dedicated to tight lips. Gusenberg. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. That was sick. You're a hero. Did I close the watch together? No, I didn't. Good. Anyway. You know, one of the things we haven't read the lyrics yet, but I really appreciate the lyrics for this song. Because well, they're very Brandony. I mean, I don't disagree with you. OK, so next up, we've got a thread from the Quolf, uh, regular contributor to the pod. Oh, yeah. The Quolf. The Quolf or the K-Wolf, if you want to pronounce it incorrectly. Um. Quote, heard a great big sled playing at Trader Joe's today. Made my day. Thank you, TJs, for the unexpected holiday cheer. And then famous Reddit user deleted says, I was just thinking how great I would be to hear someone play play (laughs) this. How great would I be? Uh, Oh, never mind. And then... Fucking enemy of the pod, Machops don't cry. Had to piss in everyone's Wheaties and go. Only time I hear them is when I go to my local Waterstones. Otherwise, it's pretty much zilch, like you said. What is Waterstones? Well, now we're gonna find out where this fella it's lives. It's a retail company. Oh, it's oh, we now know Machops don't cry is British. Yep. Waters. I guess it probably would be Waterstones then. Plot I twist. Waterstones. Yeah. Waterstones. Waterstones. What do you get at Waterstones, you dang British? Plot plot twist. Machops don't cry is oh Jesus. He's Jesus? No, I just opened up Machops Don't Cry's uh like overview page on Reddit and his first most recent post is him responding like hating on cancel culture. Oh, no. And and then someone like calls him on it and goes, simply stating facts. Just, oh, just, no. Oh, you know, I, I love that that Machops don't cry is so Machops don't cry at all times. <laughs> Do you see what it's UK politics and ask UK, but then our China. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Chops don't cry. You're spending too much time on Reddit. I just. Uh, okay, uh, I got to get away from this. Yeah, page. we got yeah, to. Too much to read here. <laughs> Fucking. I can't oh. be in this den of iniquity. Exactly. Okay, uh, here's another. I heard the song playing somewhere thread. This is a user SoCal meme police saying they're playing a great big sled at the Las Vegas airport. I thought it sounded familiar when I heard it in the background. Pretty cool, I think. And then uh, let's organize my most controversial. Uh, Hawk Jaeger says, damn it. I thought for a second from the title they were playing it live. Damn. Yeah, I would love to hear this live. Uh, Well, good thing there are two, three live versions. I mean, in in actual live, Spencer. Real life. Real life. No. I only live in the podcast realm. I'm not a real person. I'm just on the Internet, Michael. We've never met in real life. Yeah, that's right. You're a Vocaloid. That's my body double 
Steve Polio. Steve Polio. Wait, what is it like your cousin? Tight lip Steve Polio. <laughs> He's my cousin who's agreed to be me for the last 15 years. 30 years. 30 years. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Very your early whole life. Head. Yeah. My whole life. Incredible. <clears throat> exactly. Okay. Next thread. I know it's not even December. We've we've done this thread. I think. No, it's not. Um, mm -hmm. I know it's not even December yet, but I love this music video for a great big sled. Not really a music video. It just shows the killers with Ryan party goofing around like they were 10 years ago. Makes me feel really nostalgic. And that's a link to the video, by the way. So within the canon of the videos, this is before don't shoot me santa you think brandon committed some sort of horrific faux pas on christmas that cr that caused ryan party aka the killers universe santa to go on his killing spree or are we going to just take brandon at his word that he was quote killing just for fun i think that brandon maybe killed someone during this party just for precious. fun. Yeah, just for fun. Well, what if what if what if he killed the turkey and um, Santa like knew the turkey? He knew the turkey. Yeah. Don't you know turkeys? Yeah, I do a podcast with one every week. <laughs> hey, hey, I ain't no copper. <laughs> Nobody shot me. <laughs> Uh, wow. uh, Christmas. Let's see, let's, the Christmas. We've fucking we've so lost the plot. By the way, this is user I'm Miss Brightside. Let's start by controversial here. Bold. Wait, is that Tana? No. So this is so I am Miss Brightside says I also still believe that this song could have fit on Sam's Town if they tweaked it a little bit to sound less Christmassy. I mean it. I mean, I mean, I mean. Okay, I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, okay, we're good. We're going to stop that now. <laughs> uh, B-Hop says my favorite Christmas song. And B.B. Van Raffen says, I love this, too. This song is so great, and I love Brandon's voice in it. I also agree it could have fit on Samstown had it been tweaked. Where where would you put this in Samstown, Michael? Because mm. I know where I would put it. Let me see. Let me let me look at a list of like I always whenever you ask me this, I like completely scramble. I just listened to Samstown today too. You know what's really sad? I don't have to look at it because I know exactly where I would put it. And, where did you put it? Um, no, no. I want you to. Okay, let's let's play a different game. Where would I put it, Michael? It's so obvious. I think you could guess for me what I would do. Where would you put a great big sled? On Sam's Town, yes. Um, I read my mind right after read my mind. Uh, hold on. Where would I put it though? Well, I put it after this river is wild. Let me see here. But why do I keep counting? Um, nope. That's not where I would put it. You're close, though. You're very close. Uh, right after, for reasons unknown, uh, Uncle Johnny. 
You're still so close. I mean, I've said like half of the album at this point. I would replace Bones with it. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, like, come on. You would just replace Bones with it. Okay, I'll remember for the future that you just yeah. always have a perpetual hate for Bones. Yeah, like I've got a hate boner. Definitely. Or a bone hater. You're a bone hater? A bone boner? <laughs> Damn invertebrates. You're a bone boner? This I mean, is, I, I'm moving on from this next yeah, Reddit thread. Next Reddit thread. <laughs> There's a lot of Reddit right. threads this week, if you haven't noticed. This is from user and um, champion of all things killers, Lore Bobinti. Michael leaning into the the epithets this week while I yeah slowly song try of to... the week twenty seven a great big sled featuring we haven't even talked about the fact that Tony Halliday's on this song and uh, she does a great job she does a great addition. job I she sounds like uh, the woman from Eurythmics oh, wow this is interesting a great big sled featuring or, I don't need to say that recorded was recorded in former Dire Straits frontman Mark Knopfler's studio <laughs> his oh. last name's Knopfler. Wow! You think the you think Mark l- you think Mark Doppler ever like had trouble getting his name pronounced in school? Like whenever, okay, I have a last name that's difficult to pronounce, as you well know. Pooplio. Yes, Pooplio. <laughs> All right, it's it's polio, but everyone says polio like the disease, right? <laughs> And so I get that a lot. I've I have gotten other mispronunci mispronunciations. Like I got pollo. Someone thought I was like Hispanic <laughs> one time, which I thought Poyo. was pollo. Yes. And so you know, I'm looking at this. I'm like, you think you think Mark Knopfler got got a lot of that? Because uh, I uh, I empathize. Probably not. Name seems pretty straightforward, Knopfler. Now, did you know anyone with like a funny last name that probably got a lot of shit through their childhood? Oh yeah, definitely. We have a lot of kids like that. Yeah. Uh, for for all of you kids who had to go through that, uh, I feel your pain. Anyway, keep reading. Uh, the Killers laid the tune down during mid-November 2006 with record record producer Alan Mulder as of a, uh, of X Files fame. Yeah, Mulder, and then uh, Scully wasn't available, though. Mulder's wife, Tony Halliday, the former lead vocalist of Curve, contributed backing vocals. So, <laughs> Brandon Flowers recalled to NME in 2014, I was trying to think what the Flaming Lips would do if they wrote a Christmas song, and that's what we got. What's funny is that it sounds nothing like the Flaming Lips. Okay, at least Brandon said it, because I was like, this sounds nothing like the Flaming Lips. Did, did fucking... Did Soul of a Troll write this description? That is the... That's the no, this is all accurate. That's that's a real quote that Brandon Flowers really said. Wow. Soul of a Troll, wow. you need to you need to get on your get more on your A game because Brandon is still saying crazier shit than you could make up for him. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, we were trying to make a flaming lip song, but it didn't sound like the flame. It just sounds like the killers. Right. We just ended up making a killer song instead. Oops. Oopsie doopsie. Come on. Okay, anyway, um, sort by controversial. Reliant G, fucking 10 out of 10 name. Uh, I'm living proof it can last a long time. What can last a long time? I don't know. 
Um, let's see here. Let's see if there's any like really good ones. Um, there, there really aren't. Oh, Spaceborn Killer says my favorite Christmas song of all time. It always reminds me of happy times and experiences and takes me back to when I was younger around Christmas time. The memories it brings back are so incredibly vivid. I absolutely adore everything about this song. Oh, that was sweet. Well, it is a good one. Agreed. Just agreed. Agreed. It's a good one. I mean, I don't have like happy Christmas memories of like dancing around the tree to this song, but no, that's by the time this song came out, I was almost out of the house. You were like 50. I was 50. Yeah. And now I'm 80 and you know, Life is a waking nightmare, but yeah, every day it's fine. We stray further from God. Oh, most definitely. I speak to Spencer daily and the things he says and the hentai he sends me are just beyond the pale. Yeah. The titties are so big. It's just one (laughs) big gigantic titty that takes up the entire image. (sighs) And it's not even receiving that image. It's he texts it to me every day and says, Spency horny. <laughs> and then on Friday, I just tweet that on my real Twitter account. <laughs> Not the pod Twitter, though. Yeah, follow Spencer at Aswart. Yes. Spency horny every every Friday. You can see how many Twitter. <laughs> you can see how many thoughts I follow. <laughs> um, I w- I'm not kidding about that. I. It's basically all I used to use Twitter for. Just follow thoughts. <laughs> Which is completely it's funny fine. How accurate that is. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with do doing it. that. It's just, you know, you're using it to the, to the way you want to. Yeah. Twitter is, is its own planet. You're maximizing your Twitter experience. Yes. In more ways than one. <laughs> I was talking about boners there. If you couldn't tell. You want to do lyrics now, Michael? I do. Now I can finally talk about the the Brandon lyrics that I was mentioning from earlier. Yes. Uh, there is no page intro, and I believe you are on lyrics and I am on thingies this week. Annotations, yeah. Yeah. In fact, well, there's quite a few. I'm pretty sure last week I was supposed to be on annotations, but I uh, I got lyrics. I just kind of voluntold myself to do lyrics. Voluntold? I don't remember. I don't remember how we did it last week, to be honest. But I did lyrics last week, so I can never remember from week to week. I just expect you to remember. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a crapshoot. It's like got a dartboard. We did the lyrics with Jason. Yeah, we did the lyrics with Jason. So I read we the did lyrics it in a unique. It was in a unique way. Yeah. Oh, and I guess yeah. I did the annotations. Okay, yeah. here we go. All right, lyrics, verse one. Brandon Flowers. This snowman is shaping up to be an eight, but not out of ten. Soul of a Troll says, oh, "Ooh, it's already so good. Wordplay. The ball-based silhouette of a snowman looks a bit like a number eight, rather than any score-based indictment, indictment, indictment on the quality. Indictment. Okay, it is indictment." On the quality of the snowman itself. I always thought that lyric was saying that it was eight out of 100 and it was such a shit show, man. <laughs> uh, I, I, that's what I thought, too. Yeah. It's shaping up to be an eight, but like out of a hundred or a thousand or something. Yeah. 
What would be eight well, out of a thousand quality? Just like a pile of shit. <laughs> like, like okay, so like you didn't have enough snow to fill the snowman, so it's so also like some, so it's like mostly dirt. <laughs> yeah, dirt and grass. It's like, like some pine cones. It's made out of like dry sand. <laughs> a dry sand snowman. And then, like on top of it, you have to have put You've, like like an ice cube, and, right? And you have to have put the eyes and the face in like a really unsettling position. Have you? So it just looks like a monster. Have you gotten to the the Taskmaster task where they had to make a snowman and someone made a snowman out of like uh, mashed potatoes? Was that season? I don't think so. I think that was like season eight or six or something. Maybe I did see that one. I don't know. It was a good one. Someone like literally just. Yeah, no, that was season eight with Ian Sterling. He like made a really shit snowman. I think a lot of them made really shit snowmen. That's probably the thing I remember the most about it. Yeah, but one of them was made out of like mashed potatoes. I thought they had to make a snow globe. No, no, it was a snowman. Oh, one of them. They had to make a snow globe. That's a different one, I guess. I think it's the one with the seam chowdry. You you read the next lyric. I'm going to look this up. The robots awake to find that they've been taped down, wondering when they'll break through these chains. Oh, it's it's a season two task. That's why I barely remember it. Yeah. Or no, season three. Which I think is a great season, but that's just me. Anyway, little boys have action toys for brains. Great Brandon Lyric. Yeah. Little boys have action toys for brains. Uh, no, they don't. I'm living proof. Oh, that's why that guy said I'm living proof. It can last a long time. It's a lyric from the song. Oh. We're professionals. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Soul of a Troll says Brandon Flowers gives himself a wry <laughs> smile at the fact his chosen profession has allowed him to remain action toy brain for the foreseeable future. <laughs> oh, incredible. So good. Now, girls off the street are innocent and sweet when they're all in bed. They got their makeup and dreams of Wonderland sprinkled inside their heads. I feel like Brandon should throw an I shake a little at some point in this lyric. Yeah, that's I that's why I feel like it kind of works with. Oh, I guess with like a re, for reasons unknown. Yeah, like that's that's like a str- that's a rejected lyric from for reasons unknown. <laughs> Now the girls are on the street and are in a sleep. Yeah, it's it's basically for reasons unknown. Get that little girl play. I shake a little. <laughs> they got the makeup and the dreams. I shake a little. Anyway, after being alluded to in the first verse, gender stereotyping now goes off the deep end. <laughs> Truthfully. Uh, unless stated otherwise, these are all soul of a troll. Fucking just absolutely. And also masterpieces. Yeah, just absolute classics. These are so good. Soul of a troll, if you ever get banned, I'm going to like petition for you to be unbanned. Right. You're the... Nobody else is making comments on these threads. So Yeah, you're the best. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Go on. And soon they will change. But tonight, Hollywood has never seemed so strange. Now mothers pray it'll last a long time. They finish Chorus. Brandon Flowers. I want to roll around like a kid in the snow. I want to relearn what I already know. Just let me take flight dressed in red through the night on a great big sled. Do you like trying to do a Brandon impression there at the beginning? 
No. <laughs> Not at all. I'm just reading the lyrics. Oh, okay. So anyway, Soul of a Troll says the narrator reveals his unguarded desires in the chorus. First to preserve the innocent of experience, innocence of experiencing Christmas for the first time. And then more worryingly steal Santa's job with no evidence of prior skills or experience. <laughs> and it's a picture of Jack Skellington from the nightmare before Christmas dressed as Santa holding a Christmas present. Wow. Um, hold on. Ready for this? Gil Hernandez. Uh, has decided to challenge the wisdom of Soul of a Troll. Oh, what? What'd they say? Uh, Gil Hernandez says he wishes he could be Santa, bringing magic and joy to those who have outgrown their childhood innocence. On another level, perhaps more of us should strive to be a Santa in this world. You know, as a personal close friend of Santa, I agree with this. Santa's a great guy. Yeah, we should all be a little bit more like Santa. Yeah. A drunken prostitute. Wow. I mean. By the way, I, I, I'm i so stupid. Last week when I was editing the episode, I didn't catch the the pun that Santa made when he first arrived on the episode. He says, you're your average ho, 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 er. And then he says that he's doing sex work. And I'm like, that's why he said it. I yeah. was just I was just agreeing with him and I didn't even catch the pun. I was like, oh, man, Santa's being a prostitute. That makes sense. <laughs> just like in my brain. I was like, yeah, it's fucking tracks. <laughs> yeah, Santa's probably banging. Anyway, sorry. Post chorus. Post chorus. Brandon Flowers. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, 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 ho. Verse three, Brandon Flowers. Now the boys are all grown up and they're working their fingers to the bone. Soul of a troll. Don't want to work with me? It's only natural. Don't, don't you want to work with me? I want to make a point. I'm pretty sure Soul of a troll did a it's only natural in last week's episode as well. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I feel like this is going to be a running gag with just because um, of how much you love bones because of my constant eternal hatred of bones. I'm going through the thing really quick just to find it. Um, I don't see it. Also, it feels like there's fewer annotations now. But maybe I'm just losing my mind. Uh, they go oh around God. chasing them girls on the weekend. You know they can't. They still can't be alone. And I've been racking my brain with thoughts of peace and love. How on earth did we get so mixed up? I pray to God it don't last a long time. Chorus, Brandon Flowers. I want to roll her. Oh, it's the same chorus. Bridge. Tony Halliday. I hear the sound of bells. There's something on the roof. I wonder what this night will bring. Here's the next chorus, and yeah. it's uh, I want to roll around like a kid in the snow. Spencer. Oh, I hear the sound of bells. I want to relearn what I already know. There's something on the roof. Let just let me take flight dressed in red. I wonder what this night will bring <laughs> through the night on a great big sled. A solo patrol says a grand final chorus lands with Tony Halliday repeating the bridge underneath it, although the opposing rhythms betray a certain naivete 
with regards to effective counter melodies. <laughs> just just subtle, subtle things that just oh so good. Great. But Great I, stuff. I can't find the it's only natural line. But I assure you it's there somewhere. Well, Spencer, what are you good for? Uh war. Huh. Outro. Good God, Brandon, y'all. Brandon Flowers and Tony Halliday. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. You can't do that. I'm Jewish. <laughs> uh, wow. so- Solovitrol says this final response brings a hint of darkness and unfulfillment to proceedings, though it is unclear how this connects to the rest of the song. Perhaps it relates to the abil- inability to truly feel, quote, like a kid in the snow once again, once you grow up and have to face adult responsibilities. What if you just go into the snow? Just don't eat the snow afterwards. Not the yellow snow. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. You can't do that. (laughs) Well, fine. Happy holidays. Are you happy? You're the war on Christmas. You're winning. No, I'm just, I'm just, I, I, it's what the lyric is. I'm just saying it in a funny way. Fine. Happy. No, I I honestly don't care. Yeah, I know. know. I'm not one of those people. Just, this was a character. Uh, Be it known. Everybody knows that Michael is a is owns six mega hats and um, <laughs> Christmas truther and uh, and regularly listens to uh, Q. I don't. I, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I know. Can't it's, wait for the next Q clue or whatever. they. I just meant. so I know I know it's Q and on, but I just imagine every time they refer to this person, <laughs> the immortal Q, Q. it's just Q from Star Trek. Uh, and he's just always fucking with like Democrats and stuff. He like appears in the Oval Office and he's like, oh, hello, Biden. <laughs> Working on your little papers again, I see. Huh? <laughs> and then, of course, Joe Biden is Grandpa Simpson. Yeah, basically. Uh... Incredible. The immortal Q. Who's been giving them these clues? I mean, he would do that. He would sow chaos. Yeah, that's, that's the goes. whole character. Like, that's a hundred percent. Oh yeah, of course. They're the pedophilic elite are who are running the Democrats right now. And I'm omnipotent. To... Yes. Mm, yes. <laughs> you're. By the way, your your John Delancey impression flawless. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. I I do love Q. He's one of my favorite characters from all of Star. Did you know that John Delancey was in a fucking cowboy show? What's the show? Oh, I gotta look it up. It, it's like it's John Delancey and Richard Dean Anderson. I think, aka MacGyver. You know, speaking of Star Trek, I was very excited to learn that uh, canonically, Charlie Kelly's father is uh, Lieutenant O'Brien from Star Trek. What's that? What's who's Lieutenant O'Brien? No, who's the other one? Charlie from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, I've never watched that show. It's Spencer. Why? Are you kidding? No, why? Have you never watched it? I just never, never, never really watched it. I'm trying to find this fucking show, okay? Give me a second. (laughs) Spencer's really stressed about his Google search. This is when you should have asked me to glamp. Yeah, glamp for a second, Michael. Unfortunately, I'm over here asking you questions. Oh, um, so I, 
I was hanging out with some friends last night at karaoke and one of them gave me like where's this fucking thing that's fascinating spencer this is a great story they they started they they brought up tiktok and recorded a video about how they wanted people to give them money so they could uh spend so they could make money and i was like motherfucker this is literally a plot of it of it's always sunny in philadelphia (laughs) how would you know because i've seen like one episode of that show and you got the gist. You knew you know it all now. Is it? Yeah, it's the show's called Legend. Legend. And it's, it's a cowboy show. Yeah, it's a science fiction cowboy sh- Western show. Hold on. Let's see if there's like a trailer on YouTube. Or yeah, something. give me a trailer. I need to see this. It only lasted for like eight episodes. There's 12 Aww. episodes. Um, uh, TV show trailer. Uh 1995 perfect let's see if there's a commercial or something oh my god uh there's only like full episodes but yeah it's does it have a cold open or does it have an intro i don't know let's let's find out here yeah let's see put it in the watch together we're gonna see all right so here's uh the beginning of episode one of the john delancey and richard dean anderson vehicle from 1995 legend this is about where i thought great big slider would go oh my god all right richard dean anderson plays a dog yeah that's richard dean anderson (laughs) he's the dog i love that juice harp Legend. What is happening? Uh, some cowboys are riding into town. Like they get first and second billing. That's so cool. I don't know what's what's oh. your what's your favorite um, MacGyver, uh, John Delancey or Richard Dean Anderson vehicle? I really only have seen John Delancey as Q. And what about Richard Dean Anderson? I don't know who that is. Uh, that's MacGyver. Oh, MacGyver, huh? Yeah, you've seen MacGyver, right? This is not at all. Let's see if we can find the show's intro. I don't know if it'll have one. This is definitely a cold open. Let's see. Maybe this is it. Uh, was somebody flying? I don't know. What was that? I'm just, I'm just scrubbing through right now. There's MacGyver. I haven't. I haven't seen John. There's Chinese people. I don't dude. Oh, that's right. It's science fiction. I don't care that much. We because I was like those. This, this, is, this is supposed to be the old West. It's not an accurate representation. All right. So next podcast we do after we finish this, we're going to watch all of legend and talk about it. Yeah, we're definitely going to do that, y'all. I low key kind of want to. This seems like the kind of thing I would be super into. It's only what eight episodes? Twelve. There's twelve episodes. Twelve whole episodes. And it was on. It was on so? everyone's favorite TV channel, UPN. Oh my god! If if you've ever watched Legend starring Richard Dean Anderson and John Delancey, uh, tweet at the pod and talk to us about it because I don't. I don't get it. I didn't even see John Delancey. Yeah, like he he could have been any of those guys. Uh, the mustaches make them 
impossible to detect. Yeah, well, there's a there's a picture on the Wikipedia page, but it is literally like four pixels wide. <laughs> it's so small. Well, what, what year was this? 1995, 1995. Wow, 1995. Yeah, here's a here's a picture of them, but it's like if you if you enhance the picture, it's still fucking tiny. Yeah, and John Delancey is in the back. I don't know what his character is supposed to be, but he looks. I think he's like a crazy inventor or something. I think he's like, <laughs> it's kind of like if Doc Brown teamed up with a cowboy man, which is basically the plot of Back to the Future 3. Uh, incredible. Anyway, <laughs> I cannot believe we wasted almost seven minutes trying to figure out the fucking concept behind some show with John John Delancey what? because to be honest, because we decided that QAnon was actually Q from Star Trek. That was the that what was the YouTube? fucking digression sc- we just took. I scrolled down and started reading the comments. On this, this video, because I just clicked the link to follow it to actual YouTube. As and someone named Catherine Carrington goes on a rant. Oh, that is just insane. What? what is even happening here? Why? It, like, it seems like a computer wrote this or something. Uh, what counters Darwin when you say, darling, an American American accent from Catherine Marie Susan Carrington, American actor speaking American accent? From there's Catherine no Marie there's Susan no Carrington. punctuation. There's, I've got Americans no in my punctuation. family from the Florida Keys side of the family. American the family related to me and the mom. Related to the dignity. Related to the Carrington family on my mom's side. American ancestors, the Irish side. Sort of my family. The family works. Amazing actor. Stunning helicopter ride. <laughs> what is this? What? Well, actor Richard Dean Andrews is special. In my life, great actor and two. Like all one word. And then the number two is how it ends. <laughs> Heart of gold, American side of my family and my family in Blackpool Tower Hotel. Hotel emoji twice. (laughs) My nan was amazed with the major work. I can Downton Abbey, the maid of young, iconic American heart from just the letter Y. (laughs) From Y. From Y. There's a whole second comment that's even longer. Insane. And there's a fuck. It ends with an email address. <laughs> Catherine Marie Susan Carrington, amazing actor, special in my life, great actor and producer from all. Wow. Remember a couple of weeks ago when we when you refused to go through any digressions and constantly stopped me by going, no, this isn't a so and so podcast. Look at <laughs> yes. the, look at us now. <laughs> this is a Catherine Carrington podcast. I, I just want to just break this down. There's so much going on here. I listen. This, to this is the real stuff. Like, I mean, this is just pure internet stuff. You and I have both been on the internet for yeah. long enough, yeah, and and like the, the depths of the internet to know this is something you stumble upon that you'll never be able to figure out what was going on. Like, if somebody actually took the time to write this out, they're a genius. This is like <laughs> completely next level trolling, or like this is you know, this is like this is what the future of art is, basically. <laughs> Like it's this is it, like counter prose. It's like something that's like it makes no sense. Like like in a hundred years, this is what all like literature will look like. 
it, remi- it reminds me of that Joker pilled post with the guy who like got the black tattoos on his eyes. Have you seen that, Spencer? No. Oh my god. Okay, well, like <laughs> while, while, I'll, while I'm looking this up, do something that's actually related to the killers. I actually want to briefly mention. So you know how like Cormac McCarthy doesn't use like quotations in his books. Yeah. Yeah, like this. This is the next level. Someone just won't use Truthfully. punctuation. Truthfully, just, just none. It'll be it'll be literally like the library of fucking Babel. Absolute chaos. Like exactly the same like length books inside of a thing. Okay. I told my tattoo it's I want two scars on my face and blackening out my eyes. It was painful, but I did not twitch. After he was done, I demanded for a mirror. He said, what? What? I repeated and angry. I said, mirror as I was moving solely, not just yet of getting up. I started to cackle and laugh. He said in an unsetting way. I did what I could. Are you okay? As I got up, look at myself and that bigger mirror. He says, sir, are you okay? As I laugh even louder in pain and laughing and calmly said, I never felt better with the creepiest smile. Don't ask why you will never understand why. And it's like a picture with a dude with green hair and like eye tattoo. He's totally Joker pilled, bro. The future of art. This is it. This is the future of art. This is all what art will be like in the future. Just one big run on sentence. All right. It'll be one big run on sentence in an art gallery. Okay. Like, (laughs) have you ever been to like a modern art museum and there's been a toilet sitting in the middle of the floor? With like a rake hanging over it. It'll be like that, but with words. This is toilet rake. And a lot more of it. Yeah, this is toilet rake. One time I went to the Whitney in New York. And there was a. An exhibit where you put on a VR headset. And the VR headset tracked your head movements. And when you put the headset on. All it was, I swear to God, was just a video, like a very bad CGI video of a of a dude just beating the shit out of another dude. That's all it was. And I was like, art. (laughs) Ah, yes, art. Ah, yes. This is the art I've heard of. You went into the counter and said, one art, please. And they said, right away, sir. And they 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 came back with like a tray of art. It's a full tray of art. Just a tray and of said, art. No sauce. No sauce. And I said, extra sauce, please. And then they poured they poured ketchup on my art. <laughs> and and I was like, wow. And my soul was lifted. That's a beautiful story, Spencer. <laughs> I think th- we all feel touched after hearing that. That story about the 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 VR headset was real. That really happened. That wasn't me just bullshitting. <laughs> that that really fucking happened. It was so weird. Um, if we ever get my sister back on the pod, she can vouch for this. She was there. She also saw the art. 
she saw she saw man getting shit bean out of him in VR headset by other man dot com dot com. Feel like there will be an artist in the near future with the last name dot like something dot com. Well, there was already Kim dot com. Yeah, but like that's it's not real. Mega upload. He that's, wasn't an artist. Yeah, he wasn't an artist. He was a purveyor. He was a merchant. A merchant, yes. What are you buying? Anyway, um, God, I have like another thing I want to digress about, but we should go into live versions. Yeah, let's go in these live versions. So let's go into the live, the first live version, which is it's mostly bones, but it ends with great big sled. Okay. So we're gonna, so we're gonna skip to uh, three minutes and thirty seconds, which is where it starts. We've heard bones before. This is oh, and there's Santa. There's Ryan Party as Santa. Hell yeah! Also, I love a rare appearance by Hungover Brandon with his shades. Yeah. Hyper distorted Dave. That was Incredible. dope. That was hella good. I want to see who the backup guitar is. Ooh, look at that. That is a very young Ted Sablay. Where? Behind Dave. Oh, wow. That is that really Ted Sablay? It looks like Ted. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's not Ted. Hey, Ted, if you're listening to the pod, uh, tweet at us if that was you performing uh, at a great big sled. Because it kind of looks Jay Leno. on Jay Leno in, uh, I don't know, the early 2000s. I don't remember when you joined the band. Well, should we just tweet at him? I feel like we could just tweet at him. I think that would be fine. Yeah, let's I'm just going to. I'll do that after the pod. OK. Yeah. Um, That's so speaking of Halloween on Christmas or whatever. Um, I there was a there's a new Resident Evil movie that just came out and I watched that with some friends the other night. If you like Resident Evil, it's actually pretty good. The new Resident Evil movie is it, actually pretty good. I mean, serious? if you're into Resident Evil and you have like a certain tolerance for like shitty campy things. Yeah. I don't know, Spencer, you've made me watch some movies before that you're like, it's good. <laughs> OK, like, well, let me rephrase. You. It's really bad, but it's like in bad in the best possible way. That sounds yeah. kind of like on point for Resident Evil. Yeah, it's 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 probably the best adaption of Resident Evil I've seen. Also, the guy who plays Derry from Letterkenny is the helicopter pilot that flies the stars team into the Spencer oh my mansion. God. That's incredible. And I cannot fucking unsee it every time he's on screen. I'm just I just want him to say some dumb dairy shit. <laughs> it's very that's good. Awesome. It's very good. Anyway, so that's uh that's my story. Uh, so that was the first that was the first like sort of tiny live version. 
So next up, All we've right. got um, we've got a version that was performed in Potatoville, Georgia. I don't actually have it; just said Georgia, and the quality is of the time, and so it's Potatoville. Oh, it's a 2006 cell phone video. Yeah, you can see every single pixel. Oh, this isn't a cell phone video because this is too nice for a cell phone. No, this is but like this is like a handheld camcorder. Yeah. There's little Christmas trees all on the stage and like a little blow up bear. And there it is. Great big sled. This venue is very interesting. The stage is very low, but there's lots of people here. Yeah. It, there's like a there's like a runway in the middle of the stage. Oh, no, that's what it is. It's a runway in like a pit. Wow, this quality. Yeah, potato. It also sounds like it was like slowed down. Brandon's voice sounds quiet. You think audio guy just messed up? No. That was cool, I guess. Let's look at the other one because it's way better quality and I can't look at this yeah. anymore. Okay. This might be the same performance. I cannot tell. Um, we're going to go to 1 minute and 18 seconds of this one. Um, let's see here. 1, 16. Let's do that. Brandon says like this song's a little high for him and he's struggling to sing it, so he's singing it low. Oh, just Vest Dave. Vest Dave. Brandon doesn't sing like this anymore. Yeah, no. Brandon sings like... Like, he's putting a lot of, like, like really heavy vibrato in his voice. I'll give him some vibrato. And for some reason, it looks like he's more bald than he is now. I think I think that was just a I think style. It's the haircut. Yeah, it's just yeah. his haircut. Yeah, he just, uh, he just you know, it's a self-imposed widow's peak. Well, there's <laughs> also a little skeleton back there. That's the name of my cover band, by the way. Self-imposed widow's peak. Yeah, sounds sounds very artsy, Spencer. Yeah, it's uh basically what we do is we perform music without any punctuation. Wow. And then and then we give you a VR headset and you watch a video of me beating the shit out of some guy. That's high art. Yeah, it's basically art. And then we squirt ketchup on the on the audience. So you're like. <laughs> suddenly becomes like a Gallagher type thing. Well, no, no, it's it's extra saucy art. Oh, OK. Yeah, that that tracks. Yeah, I've, I've been to the Louvre. Yeah, it's, it's, it's right there. 
right the, next to the Mona Lisa. There's just a section that says art, and it's just dripping bottles of ketchup. <laughs> Come think, get a squirt. I think Salvador Dali made that one. Right after Persistence of Memory, he just dripping ketchup. Drippy catchy. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. Like, I shouldn't be drunk anymore, but I'm still feeling a little buzzy. Yeah, I mean, you're you just you're full. It's the holiday cheer. That's what it yeah. is, Spencer. Oh, <laughs> what are you going to give us some covers? Oh, not really. But yeah, let's do some covers. But first, as always, we should play an advertisement. OK. We played the ad there, if you couldn't tell. Do you like how we just agreed and we played it? I loved it. Very good. What a great ad. I mean, incredible. Yeah, 10 out of 10 would give money to not hear that. Okay, so this is from uh, various artists, but I know for a fact that this is this is a real artist. I'm going to I have to find out the name of them. Give me one second. Glamp for like a second. Um, there's a skeleton behind Brandon for this performance, so I presume they probably played Bones and maybe went into Great Big Slide just like they did for Jay Leno. Maybe that was something they were doing around this time. So this is from the artist The Glam Rockers, and it sounds like they're just performing over a karaoke version of the song. So it's going to sound very similar, and then there will be a different singer. So let's hear this first. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. And it's like one of those Snapchat cartoons. Yeah. A Christmas home alone. A Christmas homey alone. <laughs> That's when your friend is single and you feel bad wow. for them. Homey alone. I don't want to listen to any more of that. What do you think of that, Michael? <laughs> that just sounded like a cover of a killer song. Yeah. Like, let me just just knock one out. It's like an AI made a cover of a killer song. <laughs> that was the artist, the glam rockers, everybody. All right. Now it's going to go a little basically the opposite direction. This is like Gerwig quality, but it's a full band. And okay. so this is the artist Ma Fleur, which I think is. uh. German for my flavor. I don't even know why I'm fucking talking anymore, to be honest. Show me the cover. Okay. Show me the Carfax. Oh, wow. And this band is just like playing in a living room. A uh, girl who I presume is going to sing is on the Jingle Bells. Three guitars. Well, actually, one of them is an acoustic bass. An acoustic bass guitar, which is a cool as shit yeah. instrument. I have one. 
Wordplay. <laughs> the TV is like on in the corner and because it's like the light is changing. There's probably like a teen just off camera watching SpongeBob. I'm gonna skip ahead. That was the band singing in the background. What did you think of that, Michael? That was a very pure cover. That was, yeah, it was earnest. Very was honest. Cute. Yeah. The singer was good, too. Right. Every I didn't, the musicianship was good. And it was a little bit more unique than just redoing the song, but with your own voice. Yeah. Okay, next up we've got the user Pink Mushroom. This might be another karaoke type cover. I'm going to skip to a minute in. Is that okay? That's fine with me. Cool. Oh, no. Here we go. They've got their makeup and dreams of Wonderland sprinkled inside their heads. And soon they will change. But tonight, Hollywood has never seemed so strange. Now mothers pray it'll last a long time. I want to roll around like a kid in the snow. By the way, the, the there's no singer. It's just a picture of like a gingerbread house with like forest perspective. And then a, a pink mushroom from Mario. With a Christmas hat. Yeah, of course. Well, that's a nice cover. Uh, this is definitely a YouTube hustler right here. It's, this uh, woman has made a lot of content on YouTube. A really? lot. A wow. Lot. How much? Like... Uh, Hold on. I, I'm going to go to the channel. Let's see this. A lot. Um, well, this person has like reaction 30, videos, Pokemon videos. They have 13,000 subscribers. They're, they're doing pretty well. Yeah, I told you they're she, hustling. She. OK, cool. I think we have negative one videos on YouTube. Yeah, we have we have like five, but they're bad. They're literally just <laughs> uploads of the. They're uploads of the pod, and I just stopped doing it after a while because I was just like, I cannot fucking deal. Because uh, it's not as easy to upload that sort of stuff in um, in Windows Movie Maker. And unfortunately, I only have Adobe or Adobe Audition instead of the full what's a jig. Ah, uh, yes, the technical term. Yes. Anyway. Not the point. That was a very good cover, Pink Mushroom. All Go right. follow her on YouTube. Yes. She's got content. Yeah, she's got content, unlike us. <laughs> Next. Next. Okay, we've got user, the Anthemus Flowers. And this is a great big sled, the Anthemus Flowers cover. Do you want to skip ahead? Let's skip ahead. 
Here's oh, a, wow. Let's go to a minute 30. We're going to a minute 30. This is two dudes in a room, and they have like a really heavy filter over the video. And the sounds, like, it sounds like they recorded this to set to like only play out of AM radios. Yeah, I'm getting all of my audio out of my left ear. Same. Hopefully that's the ear that records. And also I just switched over to Monono, so hopefully it'll sound better now. I just forget to do that. Yeah, so I, I keep my I've been using my stereo sound more often. Usually I just leave my audio settings like that, which means I hear everything in like absolute shitbag diminished quality. But I've been playing Escape from Tarkov again, which is, uh, for the record, a mistake. Yeah, yeah. why are you playing that game? Because I love it. They finally added voice chat in the game. And, oh, my God. Oh, uh, the here's here. I'm going to give away if you if you're listening and you like Escape from Tarkov, I'm going to teach you this trick. All right. When you're walking through any area and you think there's an enemy near you, instead of like trying to hide from them or being stealthy, just go. Hello. I swear to God, it fucking works. No one they just leave you alone. They just they're just like, what the fuck? Like people just <laughs> don't want to mess, like don't want to shoot you if you are acting like a dumbass. Um, Hello. Like the one time I had a normal interaction. No, no, not like timid or anything. Just like kind of give yourself a kind of a dumb voice and go, "Hello, <laughs> hello, hello." We did a the one time I had an interaction, there was a guy who was running towards me. I'm like, hello. It's like, run, bro. There's there's a three stack coming this way. And we we ran away together. It was super cool. The point is, there's in-game voice chat and it's great. It takes the game from like like a six out of ten to like an eight out of ten. It does sound a lot better. Yeah, no, it's because I hated there was no voice chat before. Yeah, there's voice chat now. And. Um, I'm playing with a group of friends who, even though we communicate, we use TeamSpeak. We 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 have made a specific rule that when we are in game, we only use in game comms to communicate. Oh, yeah. Classic. Which is fucking great. OK, that's that's my story. Uh, I feel like you should go. Cool story, bro. Michael. Wow. Cool story, bro. Cool. Perfect. OK, so this is user Christian Christina. Martinez, it's 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 instead of an I, there's a Y there, which is what messed me up. And this is their cover of a great big sled. Oh, wow. It was filmed on the original camera. From very far away. And this is like a church recital. She turned away from the mic for a minute. Yeah. 
This is pretty good, actually. Uh, yeah, I mean, she's got a good voice. Uh, just the video itself is... A, like, I feel like my eyesight is getting worse. Anyway, way to go, Christina Martinez. Yeah, you're uh, you're a really good singer. I'm just watch out for that person lurking in the corner. Oh yeah! Wow. Yeah, that's fucking. Because if they if that person takes you, they'll never be able to identify you because that's just a blob of pixels. Yeah. No, you're right. Next. 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 Okay, this is user Cali Girl Two One Nine One. Uh, Spencer's burner account. Yes, this is me. Um, and I think this is a Gerwig. It looks like a Gerwig from the uh, Max Rose default. So let's find out. Ooh, oh, it's, yeah. Yeah. Why does it keep pausing? I don't know. She has a lot of bongos. Yeah, she does. It's like hand drums. This one definitely has like this song benefits from like that kind of like soaring vocal like that. Yeah, this is a pretty good cover. It's yeah. unique. So far, all the other covers have been more unique than that first one. I don't know. Oh, well, don't worry. You ready for the most uniquest of all of them? Oh, oh no. What's going to happen? What okay. is this? Oh, wow. I forgot. OK, so this is the user mangoes go round and this is. A great big sled performed by Holiday Holiday Mitsuri's Made and Host Cafe. <sighs> uh, this is a very this is all right. Just just we're just gonna start from the beginning. Oh wow! <clears throat> it's, Describe it. Describe the scene. It's two girls dressed in maid outfits, and then a dude. And they're dancing in unison. And then there's a dude in like, I don't know. He has a very anime look. He's got a lot of chains. He's got one of them. And he's also all, got like a, a all wearing ears. Antlers. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, let's hear them do the vocals. Let's go to the end here. Ooh, never mind. Feels like she's trying to like sing over him, <laughs> and he's and he's just like. I don't know. You ever go? You ever you ever do karaoke where you like invite someone on stage and they just are religiously trying to upstage you? Oh, definitely. Like I also have seen people get really pissed when I'm like, "No, you can't get on stage with me." Yeah, that's always an awkward moment at karaoke where you're like, "I didn't." 
come up here to sing with you, stranger. Yeah, it'll happen. That's why I always try and go up on stage while Spencer's singing. Yeah, it's true. So Spencer starts. Spencer goes up there and he's like, this one means a lot to me. It's it really got me through a tough time. And then he starts singing this ballad and I'm like, somebody wants. And it's the only thing I'll sing while Spencer's singing. It's true. I was there. <laughs> Every time. Every single time. Michael just. Really loves singing All Star by Smash Mouth over and over again. And everyone claps for me and then throws trash at Spencer. <laughs> Speaking of uh, karaoke and throwing trash, I've given myself a new rule at karaoke. Would you like to hear What's it? That? Yeah. All right. So. If it's just a normal karaoke night, I'm going to sing whatever I want, whatever. However, the moment someone sings the song Tennessee Whiskey, um, I I am in full shit post mode, and I only sing whatever the opposite of crowd pleasers are. <laughs> wow, because you just hate Tennessee whiskey that much. Yes, <clears throat> it is. I don't blame you. That's it, the new. It's overplayed it's the new as fun hell. Boy song. Yeah, it's so like last night. Um, I was gonna sing "Take Me Out" by Franz Ferdinand because my theme was bands of the Commonwealth. Okay, and someone sang Tennessee whiskey, so I went and changed my song to Michael by Franz Ferdinand. Way better, which is a better song, like objectively. However, not a crowd pleaser. Yeah, nobody knows that song. Yeah, nobody knows that song. It's kind of a first album deep cut. And uh, so I sang that and then I sang fucking I'm just a kid by Simple Plan because they're Canadian. Which is just a bummer of a song. Long story short, don't sing Tennessee whiskey karaoke. Michael, please, please, please don't. Yeah. OK, next up, we've it's, got it's so overdone. The North Pole Project and their performance of the great big, a great big sled. This is from the user make Beekman's. Make could whatever. Let's start going in. Oh, wow. performance North I don't Pole know. project yeah North Pole project is this like a work group no this is um this is about all the members of this band are strippers especially like the dad looking dude on bass like like underneath those shorts and baseball cap like trucker cap he's wearing He's packing like mega heat. You think that guy's got a gun? No, he's got a huge cock. Oh, I didn't realize that that's what was being evaluated here. <laughs> no, I well, said Spencer, that, I, you, you would know. I said they were all strippers. So, you know. Oh, they're all strippers. Yeah. Gotcha. North Pole Project. You know, uh, and it's like it's like three dudes and two women. 
and uh, and the guy on bass is so he's wearing shorts on stage, and this is not a punk band, which means you know he's violating. He's basically committing a a, a, a faux pas. Are you familiar with this, Michael? How is he committing a faux pas? You're not supposed to, you're not supposed to wear shorts on stage unless you're a punk band. Oh, I see. Or I guess Jimmy Buffett, but they're swim trunks. They don't count. What about uh, Jinko jeans? Um, what about Jinko jorts? Um, if they're really short. <laughs> I got Jinko jorts minis. Yeah, mini Jinko jorts are okay. But but otherwise, uh, you can't wear shorts on stage. Well, damn it. I guess I got to come up with a new wardrobe for my show next week. No, you, your your Jinko jorts are short enough. I guess you're right. I yeah. made them myself. Yeah, they they ride all the way up. <laughs> Right. Next, next. What's the next cover, Spencer? <laughs> oh, I forgot. I I have this one. Okay, so this is Gizmo Ramirez. Okay, and you get one like guess, a character from Fallout. What, what what kind of instrument you think Gizmo Ramirez plays? I think he plays the uh, spanner. You're right. Oh my God, the ukulele the, by Gizmo. It's Gizmo. It's that's a soft G. Oh, Beatles poster, Abbey Road, right there. Oh, you're right. Eyes on. And an Angry Birds shirt. Gizmo rocks the uh, Abraham Lincoln beard. I love that little little uke knock he did there. Uke knock. He like he like tapped on his uke. I want to hear the end. I've skipped ahead. Perfect. Oh. <laughs> Just squabby. That's what it says. On the I, screen. I skipped too squabby far. Squabby production. I skipped too far ahead and he just turned off the camera. <laughs> he just turned the camera off. Oh, well, I wow. guess we'll never that hear. That was classic. That was classic. Fun. Honestly, that was that was really good. OK, and we've got one more cover. And then we get to do something we've never done before in the pod, which I'm excited for. Okay. Okay. So here's the last cover. This is the uh, YouTube user, uh, as Michael has said many times, Daniel. Um, Daniel. And so this is a great big sled one man band cover by the artist Daniel. And it's going to be really pretty because this person's really good. Oh, yeah. High production. This is the highest production value by a lot. Look at that free, sweet fella. There was a little doggo. It was cute. Was there a pupperinus? There was a pupperino. Doggo. The snowman is shaping up to be an eight, but not out of ten. The robot 
to wait to find that they've been taped down wondering when they'll break through these chains but little boys have action toys for brains I'm living proof it could last a long time skipping ahead there it is I want to hear the you can't do that part I want to wish you Merry Christmas I want to wish you Merry Christmas ooh that bass though Do you hear that ending? Do you hear the little yep. piano? The little twinkly piano. The little the what's what song is that from? That's from the Samstown ending song. Um you know. Yeah, God. It's Margaritaville. Another song. Yeah. Yeah. Classic killer song, Margaritaville. If if Brandon if the killers ever perform Margaritaville and put it on an album, I will um I will shit myself first off. And then uh, that will be we'll do an episode about that the day it releases or the week it releases. <laughs> right, Michael? That's right. Back me up. Cool. OK, we're doing it. So that was the last that was the last uh, cover. And that was the last thing for the record. Uh, Don't waste your wishes by the killers. Now, before we do the final thoughts on the record, I'm I am reversing the order on this. What are your final thoughts on the song "A Great Big Sled" by the band The Killers, Michael? I like the song. My top one of my top three Killers Christmas songs. Where do you Great put the melodies? Where do you put the song in the uh, in the regular list? Oh, like all time Killers songs. All times Killers songs, yeah. Uh. That's tough, but it's got to be a top 50. Top 50. I'm I'm into top 50. I think I, I think I agree with you on that. So, yeah, this is upper tier. Uh, No, this song fucking rules. It's definitely top three in the Christmas album. Um, I think it's I think this belongs in the pantheon of just regular good killer songs, to be honest. I think this one has earned its place now with all of that michael what are your final thoughts on don't waste your wishes by the band the killers now that we finished the record we're done with it i appreciate the fact that the killers have enough christmas content to put out a whole christmas album now I, do i love every christmas song no yes you do but you're right i love them all all right your favorite song is um uh, the Michael Bublé version of uh, the 12 days of pop punk Christmas. That's right. I dance to it nude frequently. I was there. I've seen it. Yeah, it's aggressive. There's a lot of windmilling. Michael's packing some serious heat. And it he's got a, like... and he's got a big dick, too. 
I have a gun dispenser's head. This says all becoming very weird. He's just carrying a huge <laughs> firearm and also windmilling his cock while performing, while dancing to Michael Bublé covering the 12 days of pop punk Christmas. He, he really likes Michael Bublé's version of the lyric 12 or five large pizzas. It sends me to the stratosphere. I, I won't yeah. lie. Yeah, he, he stops windmilling at that point because his, his cock is rock hard. <laughs> what a weird way to end this episode. <laughs> How bizarre. Uh, I'm sorry. I couldn't stop myself. Anyway, so you like you don't like all Christmas songs. I interrupted you. <laughs> so anyway, I don't like Christmas and... No, I yeah, I don't. The, some of the killers Christmas songs are eh, take it or leave it. But for the most part, I appreciate that they have remained dedicated to the Christmas spirit. And I hope they release some new Christmas songs soon. I agree with that. I think I think this is a flawed but good collection of really excellent Christmas music. I think having listened to a lot of Christmas music in my day, because I am form I am a current retail worker. Uh, you know, you could do a lot worse than listen to the fucking killers, guys. <laughs> to be honest with you, that's that's my real take. That's my that's my real take. Anyway, so that's that's it. That's it. We did it. We Christmas did it. This is over. Christmas is over. We will see you guys next week with a a new song by the band The Killers or an old song. But actually, it's a new song. We we've already discussed and we've got the entire up to episode 100 planned out. So that's right. We, we did it for y'all because Michael hates trying to figure out what song we're doing every week. And I hate forgetting and he hates forgetting. <laughs> and so, we're you know, we're doing this for y'all. So listen to every episode 100 times. And, yeah, uh, and get uh, your granddad into it during your holiday break. Yeah, and give us your money. I'm sure your granddaddy will love the part about Michael's hard cock. <laughs> anyway, He'll be falling all over himself to get his wallet out to pay for those digital bucks, which are just like normal bucks, but you know, digital. You can buy hentai with them. You can buy hentai with them. Yes. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. As always, I've been Spencer Polio, and with me. Also, as always, is Michael. What did we decide was the letter this week? L P P Nance, Michael P Nance. Right. Yeah. Um, Sorry. I like to maintain the consistency per episode. If you if you've enjoyed what you've heard and you made it all the way to the end. First off, thank you so much. If you would like to support us, perhaps financially, you can scroll to the bottom of any episode of the podcast and follow our affiliate link to anchor.fm where you can send us money directly or you can go to our patreon and which is patreon.com slash soul of a truck killers podcast and have access to episode notes and quote unquote other stuff if you think i'm funny follow us on twitter that's at soul of a truck pod and if you think michael is funny follow us on our instagram that's also instagram.com slash soul of a truck pod uh, i've been spencer polio Michael, you know. I love you. Did you really say it this week? Because I last I week did. you, you did. didn't. And I it did was it, it was really weird. I'm leaving this part <laughs> in because I was so like put off by it. <laughs>
<laughs> I did. I did. I'm